Alright, Ambush, and today we are joined by a multi-Juno nominee, a multi-Western Canadian Music Award nominee. She's even picked up a couple wins in that category, I believe. She is an incredible voice, very powerful. The messages behind her music are absolutely amazing, and I am so very excited to be diving behind a, a brand new track entitled Awakening with my guest here today, Noela Charles. How's it going today, Noela? It's good. How are you? I am doing a fantastic, having myself a amazing day, even better now that I'm joined by you. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So perfect. Like I mentioned, the... Uh, your recent single, Awakening, it just released out into the world here on April 1st. It's your first track in pretty much almost a year as your last EP, uh, Blissful Madness, released at the end of April 2021. So I want to know sort of what has this last year held for you and when exactly did this new song begin to take shape? Yeah, this last year has obviously, for all of us, been really difficult or challenging and interesting and it really had us on our feet trying to figure out what's next and how can we kind of move forward. So I didn't really do much after the release of the EP of Blissful Madness. I was trying to kind of reassess who I wanted to work with, what that would look like during these times. And so during the summer, I started really having more Zoom sessions with a producer in Los Angeles, Matt Parad, who I met through kind of like a virtual songwriting camp that we had earlier in the year. And this song in particular started out with me just kind of in my own home studio, messing around with some ideas. And the lyrical content came first. Like a lot of the verses were just kind of like, it came out of me really fast, but when I recorded it, it was more to like a down tempo, kind of like Afro beat, kind of slower vibe. And so when I brought it to him, he was like, this isn't what I do. <laughs> and he's like, let's think outside of the box. Like, how could we make this fit into what we had? Cause we had already worked on a bunch of other songs. And it, this one was more of the outlier at that point. So it was a matter of how can we make it fit into what we already had, but kind of staying true to the essence of it. So yeah, it was really an interesting way to work because we were never really in person until I went to Los Angeles to record. But I think it worked out pretty well. Okay. So you mentioned you guys had worked on a couple tracks then. So that trip to Los Angeles, that was to get uh, quite a few uh, songs done then? Yeah, we have. I have something coming out later this year. Can't really fully announce it, but I'm really excited. A new bu a bunch of songs. So just a lot of new music this year for me, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So of course you mentioned this track was kind of the uh, outlier there, Noila. So I need to know, um, what was the exact decision behind making the song that almost didn't fit the first single? Yeah, I think in the scope of all of the songs that we were working on, this kind of wrapped up the story. <laughs> but also, it was a great way to, for me, I thought it was the perfect way to come back. Just the messaging in it, 
I feel like everyone can relate to. And for me, I just wanted a, a big re-entry, I guess if you could say. And so I think this one fit all of those criteria for me. And I just love it so much that I just, I knew that people would love it too. Oh, well, I personally, uh, definitely one of those people. It is an amazing song. And of course, we mentioned that your tracks definitely usually have a very powerful message to them. And you mentioned that this was a uh, message that was very uh, true to you. So what exact energy were you trying to capture here inside of this awakening? Yeah, I think for, for myself, I had gone through some not so fun times working with other producers and whatnot. And just seeing, <laughs> I always counted myself very lucky to not have like horror stories in the music industry. <laughs> and so when it finally, when it, well, finally, but what happened, it was kind of like, Oh God, like this is, this is out there. This is real. And so it was kind of taking my power back and just kind of standing up for myself and being like, no, I deserve, to be here, I deserve to be able to create my music and to have people hear me. And, and I think for myself, just sharing the message that, you know, women are very strong, nothing stronger than a woman, if you really think about it. And why is it that within the music industry that we're kind of like tossed aside or treated less than? And so it was my kind of little message. And but I know the message itself can be spun in any way. Like I've had so many messages online saying like, oh my God, this song has been made for me. Like, I love it. Like, you have no idea what I've been going through. Thank you for your words. And so that means so much to me. Mm -hmm. It's always amazing because you take all this time to craft and build a song and then you put it out into the world and you see what it grows into. And then to see it uh, help people, whether it's with healing, maybe getting through a moment, whatever it happens to be, it's amazing what the power of music is. Mm -hmm, definitely, definitely. And I think that's why I do. And that's why a lot of my songs have messages. I, you know, I think I started out writing kind of love songs as everyone does. And like, but there's so much more that you can say. And I think using your platform to say things is really important too. Mm -hmm, awesome. So of course, not only have you gotten some positive feedback from the fans, the listeners, but this new track already in less than a week has already got uh, more than a couple thousand plays. It's been put on multiple playlists. So to see that sort of uh, feedback from the industry side of things, what's that like for hitting the ground running? It feels amazing because like this is coming up 10 years of like Newella Charles music and as a fully like independent, no label kind of situation. It's been really hard over the years to try to get that traction and that recognition, especially as someone, you know, someone who looks like me as a, a mixed black person who's trying to make pop music and kind of transition into that pop world to be put on like the biggest pop playlists is insane. So I'm really happy. <laughs> As you should be, well-deserved, well-earned. And like I said, I'm just one of the people who is enjoying this song so far. I, I, I am not alone <laughs> responsible for thousands of plays so far. So definitely it is uh, hitting the ears and doing good things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's been great. 
Awesome. Awesome. So, of course, anyone who pays attention to your social media has maybe seen some uh, teasers towards a visualizer, maybe a little bit of a music video. Do we have something coming our way for the visual side for this song? Definitely. Uh, there's a full music video coming in the next week or so, which I'm really excited about. I think it really captures the essence of the song and just adds that little extra, just a bit of drama, which I love. Mm, yeah, a little bit of drama for taking your power back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and of course, one other really exciting thing is when you released this song, you actually happened to be on a uh, songwriting trip over in Spain. So uh, you recently got back from that, as far as I can tell. What was that trip like for you? That trip was great. It was very, for me, just nice to be able to get out. I love traveling, so it was nice to finally get out of the country. <laughs> And to go back to Europe, which has been awesome. But yeah, the trip was amazing. I got to write with some Canadian artists or, and songwriters, but also with a lot of Scandinavian artists that they brought in. So that was really cool. And they're just like monster writers. So it was, I learned a lot and just had such a great time. The jet lag did kill me on like day two, <laughs> but uh, it was definitely worth it. <laughs> Got to get uh, used to that travel lifestyle again, hey? Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> of course, uh, one other really special thing that kind of came with this is you got to play a little bit of a showcase, which means you got to play your first technical show in Spain as well while you were down there. What was that like? Yeah, it was that was very last minute. <laughs> Because we uh, every day, the studio that we worked at was about half an hour outside of Madrid. And so we would get on this bus and on the way back home, the goal was to go to a show featuring one of the Spanish artists that we were working with, but they had fallen ill. And so they had asked me on the ride home uh, back to the hotel if I would be willing to fill in. No pressure. You like I could say no. But in my mind, it was like, I'm in Spain. Like, sure. If you have an acoustic guitar, it's, it, I'll do it. Don't expect. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm super rusty on the guitar, but I'll make it work. And so, yeah, we had a great time. I played a couple of songs and it was just nice. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Was that your uh, first in-person live performance in a while then? No, I had actually, we played in Prince George the Saturday before I flew. Like Saturday, we played Prince George and Sunday I flew to Madrid from Prince George. So it was like a direct kind of situation. But um, yeah, no, it was definitely my first show ever in Madrid. <laughs> wow. So uh, straight from uh, hitting the stage in Prince George right onto the plane. Yeah, basically. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. My goodness. So, of course, with a lot of artists, a lot of musicians, sometimes we have uh, little pregame routines before we get into the studio, before we get onto that live stage. So do you have anything that you feel that like you need to do? Do you have a routine before you hit the stage? Yeah. I mean, it's not very glamorous, but I like to be alone. <laughs> 
I like to be able to kind of gather my thoughts because it always seems to be super hectic leading up to the show. And because, you know, you arrive at the venue, then you have sound check and you maybe have dinner and get ready. And for me, like I actually have to like get ready as opposed to like the band who just kind of puts on their clothes and they're good to go. And so I like to take some time just by myself to just chill and stop thinking about everything else that needs to be done and just focus on the show and the songs that I'm about to perform. And yeah, that's, that's basically it. Nothing super glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's perfectly a fine indeed. It doesn't have to be glamorous as long as it gets the job done, right? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. I love it. So of course, uh, earlier we mentioned, of course, the uh, meaning behind the track awakening for you and sort of the feminine energy inside of the music industry, and sometimes maybe how it's uh, very, very lacking in that category. But of course, one beautiful thing that has started recently is the Her Music Awards, which you recently uh, were recognized by picking up an award yourself from that group. So what is it like to sort of be recognized for your work for being a part of that representation inside of the music industry? It's amazing, honestly. And I didn't really understand the scope of it until, you know, of the awards day where they actually showed us who the jury was. And it was a lot of well-known female artists within the Canadian industry. Whereas opposed to, I thought it was just like, so can board like foundation board members, you know? And so it really meant a lot that these women who I admire and look up to and look up to their careers saw the same in myself. And so that I almost cried, (laughs) but it was like such a touching moment, like hearing them say all these great words and because going at it for so long and as an independent, you can feel very alone at times and very stuck to the computer. But uh, yeah, no, it made me feel really great and just really inspired me also to keep going and to to know that I am making an impression and that my art is worth something. Hey, I would definitely uh, say so. Continuing to make that impression, continuing to push forward, not just with this new single, but you also mentioned there may be a little project in the future otherwise. So without giving too much away of the magic that the future holds. What can you tell us? I think this year is going to be full of songs um, and music that are the most Nuella Charles, I think, that I've done and that I feel the most me pulling from a lot of my influences, which, you know, I listen to almost exclusively like alternative rock from the UK. (laughs) as like what I love. And so that never really translates much into what I do. And so, yeah, just merging worlds and just staying true to who I am. And lyrically, like, I can't say, you know, lyrically, it's all like a hundred percent my set, like me, which is really the first time I've been able to do that as a co-writer on, on a record with my producer. He really just gave me freedom. He's like, this is about you. Like you say what you need to say. And so that really allowed me to free myself up and just to say what I want, (laughs) but I'm really excited. And just the, you know, the friends that I've had listen to the music are just 
in awe and they're like, we cannot wait. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Oh, I'm sure many cannot await as well. And if you want to join that list, you can go ahead and follow Noila on your favorite social media platforms, as well as your favorite music streaming services, so that you can stay up to date in the know when new music comes your way. And you also better be going and checking out that new single, Awakening. Come on now. Come on. (laughs) Come on now. Uh, I have had a blast so far. I have one last question for you. Are you ready for it? Mm Mm-hmm. Hit me. All right. So, of course, we've talked about this process of this past year, taking some time to go to L.A., craft some songs, the releasing of this new song, Awakening, finding some of that strength inside and bringing it forward. So what I would like to know is through this past year, through this process, how exactly has it helped you to A, grow as a person, or B, what has it taught you about yourself? That's a good question. Um, I think growing as a person, I mean, for me, it was just finding my confidence again. And being at this for so long, you can easily get discouraged not having, you know, had that breakout hit or whatever, you know, made it worldwide or whatever success looks like to other people. But just, I think it was a realization that I'm doing this for a living. (laughs) That is success. You know, that is what it looks like. And I should be proud of it and feel confident in that fact and not let other opinions kind of muddle that for myself. But yeah, and this last year or so has just taught me that I can do anything. And that if I set my mind to it, I can do whatever I want. Like a lot of going back to the music, a lot of the well, all of the background vocals I recorded myself in my apartment home studio. You know, like just learning that side of what it takes to make music has has been really liberating. And so just recognizing that I am capable of whatever I want to do. (laughs) Yes, you are. You are a force of nature. And I cannot wait to see what the future brings. Thank you so much for joining us here today on the Desert Tiger podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful. Oh, and push. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Noela Charles. I know I had a blast. And you will have a blast jamming on out to Noela's new track, Awakening, which you can find right now on your favorite music streaming service. And I suggest checking out some of her other tracks as well. Another favorite of mine is her 2021 single, Space. You can also go ahead and hit follow on that favorite streaming service as well as on your favorite social media so you don't miss out on new music, upcoming concert dates, really anything that's going on in Wayla's world. And I need to thank her one last time for joining us here on today's episode of the DTP. And who do I have to thank for setting that conversation up? Well, it is the sensational team over at Strut Entertainment, because you know, we are always happy when we're working with a Strut because they kill it, always. Another person who kills it is our editor, German, over at YPEditor.com. 
Thank you for making the show sound so good. And thank you, The Ambush, for tuning on in today. If you've yet to join up with The Am, it's as easy as subscribing to the show. And you can also help us grow by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review, ooh, and by heading on over to our web store, which is www.deserttiger.shop. And that's where you copy yourself something to represent the show everywhere that you go. And now we leave you with this. Go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world and let them know. And until next time, Ambush, have a happy Easter and bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.